Welcome back to Minister Med, and we're back with part two to our interview with Chizzy Tech. Okay, so what is an experience that you learned a lot from? Okay, I always I always talk about um, what's it called my my driving test, like the whole driving oh. saga. I won't go into it too much, but um, I don't know like, whether you guys can drive now. You're days like where well, you can drive. You can, you can. Yeah, we can. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the provisional. I haven't. That I'm scared of cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Sure. I, I started. I started learning. Okay, my first mistake was actually um, just not learning how to drive earlier. So between mm. exams, um, so between like after A was in year fifteen and the start of uni, I should have learned then. Um, yeah. I only started learning like right at the end of that period. So in September. The the point of my story, by the way, is just talking about like just being resilient to just waiting until your time will come. You know. Um, yeah. So essentially, like I, I wasted time, blah blah blah. Um, my plan was to have a few lessons, then do first term of uni, then mm-hmm. come back home yeah. and then do my test. So I did that, but then I failed. I was like, oh dear. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is fine, don't worry. Um, I just rebooked it in March 2020. Yeah. And then COVID came, so that was. Oh so gosh. Yeah. So then a whole saga later, I managed to get it rebooked for August 2020. I did it again. And I felt again, I was like, wow, this, oh, is, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even embarrassing, but I was like, this is just long. Um, so I, I booked it again for um, April 2021. Um, yeah. Like, I had a period, went to uni, blah, 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 came back. There was that lockdown period, actually. So I actually had it for for, for January 2021, but there was, yeah. was oh, yeah. lockdown mm-hmm. again. So it got pushed back to, to April 2021. Um, and then finally in April, um, I passed. But... Um, yeah. My my sort of takeaway from that was just, you know, like, I was so sort of, I, I was kind of a bit impatient just to get the license because I was like, okay, I need to, I need to get this license, blah, 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 I need to, yeah. Um, but really, I think the best time, like when, I think things happen, um, you know, at the right time. Um, like yeah. Christian, I think that God really puts things for you at the right time. Definitely, um, yeah. I think he really yeah. presented it at the right time. Um, I I have it now. It makes more sense now. Um, to, well, not now. It was like, like and speaking back then, back then it made sense to, to get it then, then earlier. Um, so yeah. really the lesson I learned was just, um, just be patient for things. When things are for you, they will come. Yeah. Well, I think that's really good advice, especially as well, like, now that we finish our end of years as well, and I feel like there was a lot of, like, mixed emotions, like, yeah. everyone, like, schools and stuff, so I feel like, certainty as well. yeah, that's definitely yeah. a good a good mentality to have, that things will come when they're supposed to come, and if it doesn't happen as it as you had hoped in the first place, yeah. then it's not the end of the world, Yeah. and yeah. there's greater yeah. things to come later on. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. and it's even the same people who don't necessarily make, or who don't necessarily get um, an offer for medicine the first time around. I know, I know yeah. loads of people who, like, tried uh, maybe twice or three times, um, they got it in the second or third time, and now like, they're doing very, very well, you know, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't hurt to take, like, a gap year or a year out just to regroup and to try again. Maybe it just wasn't right for them the first time, but now it's right. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay, so the next question is, when did you first know you wanted to be a doctor and what specialty do you want to progress to in the future? When I first knew, I never, I, I don't think there was a point when I knew. Um, for, for most people, it's not really the case. It's just a, a progressive, like, okay, this is something that I could do. Um, maybe yeah. I'm just myself, but um, I'd say I did work experience um, in year 10, which is quite early, actually. Um, yeah. The only reason why I did it was, I think I was just thinking about what I could do that is one um, fulfilling and also 
academically interesting. Um, mm-hmm. There are obviously like loads of, of careers which which are sort of um, like that, but I think I wanted something that was uh, a more traditional career, a bit more stable. Um, but I didn't actually get forced by my parents, so you'd be happy to know. I, I did <laughs> yeah. Version. Um, so this took like experience I thought okay this isn't so bad um I wasn't maybe convinced then but like you kind of have to convince yourself that you want to do medicine you know because there are sometimes when you go and work experience things will put you off people will be like are you sure like you know are you sure that yeah you're a doctor um so you have to convince yourself and go out there and sort of see uh, see it um, as it is in, in the hospitals and fields so I did some more in year 12 um over the summer um, I did what a bit mostly over the summer period, um, and I was doing volunteering work experience as well, just to help um, essentially. So yeah. I think after like the combination of all those experiences, I was convinced by the time I submitted my application. And then as for the speciality I want to do, I don't really know actually. <laughs> no, most people don't know. I think I'm gonna use this coming year to really work out like which specialty. That yeah. I want. Maybe not exactly which one, but like have at least five or so, and then I can just like work on those five and try and work out which one is like the best one for me. Because the earlier the better, but um, equally you don't need to know at a very early age. Yeah. 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 And it could always end up changing your mind. Yeah, like right now, I want to be a neurosurgeon, but I don't know what we'll I have to do in medical school. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> my mind's in Utah. Yeah. Wearing some neuro. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing some neuro. So, yeah. Okay. Next question. Oh, it's kind of like similar to talking about the experience part. So, an experience that you wish had gone a little differently? Um, I wish it had gone differently. Um, hmm. Okay, so this year I started off with um, engineering. Um, I mean, I think what I would have wished, yeah, what I wish I would have done earlier to make the transition smoother, because the yeah. transition was, it wasn't really a transition, it was just like, a, no, you're, you're, not, you're, there, you're not there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially like, yeah, yeah was um, anything reg- regarding um, coding. So like I should have, um, I, if I had done a bit more coding over this summer, because I did zero, I thought I could just turn up and say, okay, I'll, just, I'll, I'll pick it up how I can be to code. Not knowing that I was about to do some, <laughs> yeah, some intense coding. Uh, yeah. So the the kind of experience of like doing some of the labs um, earlier in the year would have gone much smoother um, had I done some coding. Uh, yeah. So, so now that um, actually this summer, I'm trying to get a bit more experience um, in in um in coding so I have like a decent you know knowledge of all the, the Python the C C++ etc um, yeah. but I'm trying to like get the fundamentals down because I know a lot of advanced things now but I don't know the basics if you ask me to do ah, a loop okay. I'll be saying it you like huh? so even a four loop yeah I don't, even know, I don't even know the term so yeah so it's mostly just wow. that okay yeah, I didn't even know anything about coding. My old school stopped it when I was in year seven, and then they brought it back after I left. So, oh, yeah, I didn't even know anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember. You can't even, I don't even know. The Bitcoin, I don't even know all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's my, that's the limit for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next question. What qualities do you think would make a good doctor? So, I'll choose three, because there are loads. Um, yeah. One would definitely be um, integrity. So that's sort of the idea that, you know, you have certain values that you uphold um, and you're someone who's willing to do things, the good of other people and things that are, you know, quote unquote, the right things, you know. Having um, integrity linked to that is honesty as well, um, because you want to be able to trust your doctors, especially when things go wrong. 
I mean, there are always lots of um, examples where things have gone wrong. And if you have, that is something that the public can trust. Secondly, I would say resilience, particularly during medical schools and uh, the the first, you know, few years of being um, a junior doctor, things aren't going to be easy. Um, Yeah. Speaking as someone, I'm only speaking from what I've seen in my experience. I think if, if you know, if I'm um, the first two years especially, um, that's kind of the experience I have that's the most relevant. You do need to have a certain amount of resilience just to, to get through the course. Um, yeah. And then while working as well, you know, there are going to be lots of times where you're thinking, oh, this is just too much. There's lots of emotional strain and burden. Um, sometimes the system yeah. itself can sort of get you down just the way that it works. Because I've heard some people yeah. complain about the NHS as a system. Obviously, it's great, but it's not perfect. So the mm-hmm. system is also not being worn down by all that. And then finally, I would say um, having sort of um, good communication skills or being uh, personable. Because you get interacted with loads and loads of, of different people. And having like a high emotional intelligence and self-awareness comes yeah. As well, you know, there are some people who aren't necessarily the most emotionally um, intelligent or like <laughs> self-aware, yeah. Um, yeah. and it's you know you're just thinking like, what's going on? It's so kind of awkward. Yeah. I think it's good to yeah. be like very self-aware, and I think that definitely translates well when you're talking to people because it helps you to to empathise. Yeah, it's good to be personal and like and understand. Be nice. like, even if you can't understand what your patient is going through, but just to like yeah. try and just be sensitive about it as well. Yeah, and I think coming to the doctor is almost like your last port of call because if yeah. you didn't need to go to the doctor you wouldn't go i feel yeah. like in a sense so if you have gone there like it's kind of like i i don't know what else to do so you are my last like hope kind yeah. Of. Yeah. so yeah okay i think we've already kind of touched on this so we already know you're a varsity athlete um alongside being a medical student so what's like your work-life balance is it doable for you at least <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a, it's a struggle for um, a lot of people, um, including myself as well. I'd say what I tend to do is um, I do focus a lot of energy on um, athletics, so there's that that I do, um, including gym as well, so I sort of yeah. tie into that. Yeah. Um, and then um, I'm not really one for, for for playing music, but you know if if, um, if that helps you, that's, that's also something. Um, yeah. But to the to de-stress as well, well not even de-stress but just to do something a bit different um you know i like i like to read sometimes i, I was uh, saying earlier about um learning languages you know i just find it really fun it also engages your brain as well so yeah um, it really puts you away from the um, academic work that you have um so yeah have quite a lot of time on that as well um and i think finally children and friends to be honest so even if it's just a small small games now or or going out or something um yeah, that's, that's something that I try to, to make time for as well. Yeah, but like me, Stacey definitely, she's the musician type. So oh, she, is, she, is an, she plays so many instruments at this point. Oh, like, like, okay, okay, there's, there's two, okay? Stop battering me. <laughs> it's still a lot. No, no, it's good, yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I always wish that I could, but um, yeah. Like, I mean, my parents have invested their time into my little brother who can play the piano. Um, yeah, but even yeah. he doesn't even take it seriously. I was like, "Oh, you, <laughs> yeah. you had what I didn't have." <laughs> okay, so we're on the BPM segment, which is the back to pre-med segment, yeah. where we ask questions about the younger Chizute. So, transport us back to your secondary school days. Did you enjoy school? I, I, I would, I would say yeah, yeah. I, I think I definitely say yeah. Um, so I, I moved school once uh, when um, from my year two to year 
year seven, I used to go to um, like a school in York, actually, so it's quite, quite far away, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then um, I moved to the school um, in London that I was at from, you know, year eight to year eleven. So, yeah, it was, it was quite fun, actually. Like, I think it was, um, like, um, I think back to all the... Um, like all the other lessons are interesting. Like our form group was just like always so funny. Like and our no. like, was in the yeah. exactly was in the um the food tech room. So you can imagine that. Oh, that's cool. Always got food as well. Um, oh. Some some classes actually like dance, like maths, French, and English. Oh. It was nice vibes. Nice vibes, I'd say. That's good, that's good. That's, that's good. Good vibes yeah. all around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. What were your favourite subjects in school? Um, obviously, I guess the maths and the sciences. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I liked. There was, there was IT, there was RS, there was history. They were all like math. To be honest, I was really just into the <laughs> science and math. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, but I was really into the Fair science enough. and math. I don't really... like. I mean, okay, I, d- I did my French. It was nice, yeah. But like, we, were quite, we were quite unserious then. Um, <laughs> I was quite serious then as well. So um, I, I enjoy it much more now than I did then. Okay, cool. Okay. What A levels did you take? So I did biology, chemistry, maths, and further maths. In year 12, I did physics as well, but then I dropped it. Oh, yeah, same. Wow. <laughs> wow, okay. Very impressive, yeah. though. Yeah, okay. Very impressive. What were your yeah. grades like then? Um, in, in AS or like, uh, like just a, in the. A level, yeah. GCSE. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, um, I got four stars. I got four stars. I was very happy to, to get that. Damn. Thank you. <laughs> Not that it's necessary um, at all, um, but. I, I worked hard on it, so I was happy that um, yeah, was I, I could just incredible. enjoy the fruits of my yeah. life. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. That's good. Oh, uh, honestly, that was like GCSE results. When you open it, um, I'm actually, I can't wait to open the results because honestly, after you work hard, I don't want to open them. I'm too scared, honestly. Are you still doing um, an AS? I don't know whether like, they still do. Um, um, they actually. They actually changed it, so it's not a requirement now. Before you have to, everybody has to do AS. But our oh, yeah. school, what they do is, um, they make everybody take four A levels at the beginning of year twelve, and then yeah. you you drop a fourth subject and you sit yeah. the AS in that fourth subject. Yeah. Okay, so, that's the same as in my school as well, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I sat um, the French AS, and I mean, then I had to go. Oh, it was <laughs> the speaking exam. I can't lie, I did not. My teacher will hate me for this. I did not prepare one ounce for any of my French stuff. <laughs> I relied, I relied on the the home the home language skills to take me there. Um, but um, I have to say, the reading, listening, and writing paper—well, that's the paper two—was the hardest I've ever sat in my life. But it still went okay. But it was just—I actually was listening Very to special. that thing so many times. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, what type of accents are going on here? Like, I was—I felt like I couldn't hear anything. But it was okay. But everything else, the essay, the essay was beautiful. It was my favourite essay I've ever written. And then everything That's else good. is good. Are the essays in, in English or are they in French? They're in, uh, they're in French. So, like, oh, really? Wow, you write an essay in French. Wow. Yeah, based on a film that you studied. So you studied Lion, which is, like, Lain, about... Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and then um, yeah, we were an essay on it, which was good. Oh. It was such a beautiful. Oh, I felt like I was an author on that essay. <laughs> 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 I literally no, I finished the essay with the motto of the film. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, oh y
The next question is, did you did you partake in any extracurriculars? Yeah, in, in, in sixth form, yeah. Um, so I was part of the medics society, um, which is which is quite big um, at, at my school. Um, like, I wasn't on the committee or anything, but like, I, I was always there, usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was part of the... The basketball club as well. Um, Ooh, basketball! <laughs> if, if it was a basketball, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was that that I was doing. Um, uh, what else is that? I was, I guess, like, well, it's not really like an extracurricular such, but like I was I was one of the um, ambassador prefects. So that's like what, it's kind mm-hmm. of like um, you have a form. Uh, so in year 13, you can be chosen as an ambassador prefect to help a year 12 form. So you kind of oh, okay. help. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you're sort like of like a boss of thought almost. And then I was obviously doing mathematics as well. Um, yeah. Also doing. I'm. I'm yeah. The, the, those. Those. Those are like the main things. I can't remember much now, but it was mostly that. Yeah, so. Oh. Okay. That's cool. Still yeah. a lot more than what I've done. <laughs> we still do a lot. We still do a lot. Like. Yeah, that's school. true. Like, yeah. Not yeah. orchestra. Orchestra. It's a lot. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It must take a lot of time. Yeah, that is yeah. true. That is true. Music does. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, any tips for success in school? So, in, in your twelve, I'd say. I mean, you you you've you finished your twelve essentially. So, yeah. um, for anyone who's yeah. in your twelve, who's going into twelve, um, it's it's always good to have like a good relationship with your teachers. I don't know like what you guys are like with, with, with your teachers, but I think it definitely yeah. I try, I try. Especially <laughs> when it comes to the UCAS stuff, you know, you, you want them to, to kind of like think of you and think, oh yeah, this person is like an A star or an A or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we were talking about um, about balance as well. So having something on the side that you do. Um, you still have, I'd say in your talk, you still have like loads and loads of time to get involved in loads of different things. So yeah. try and get involved with your school life if it's um, active. Is you don't have that yeah. much time left in school, you know. You only have a year, even less. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it goes so <laughs> fast. Yeah. yeah, like if it feels nice to find it because I feel like going back to school now is feel restricted, it's quite like you know, regimented, but like it's still nice to be in. It's, it's still like a safe space, you know. You have your friends yeah. there, everyone's just meeting, everyone's just like, having fun. So, um, definitely try and get involved with, with school life if you can. And then, um, I finally say. Um, try and um, take advantage of like, the friends you have in, a, in the sense that you you help each other and they help you, you know. Um, yeah, definitely. There's a friends who are iron sharp and iron, you know, so there's a good friend sharp and accountant of like another friend. So always try to, you know, always try to um, like help out your friends. Don't be one of those people who are like, oh, uh, I do want to test a lot of these, just uh, <laughs> keep my test to myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's always that one person, there's that one person. Yeah. So always yeah. like, help people, like, the more you help other people, the more you find success in your own life. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are just so, like, so, just, I don't know, it's just serious for no reason. Like, please, it's really not. Yeah, yeah. Is that killing you? Right. Next question is, oh, what methods did you find best to use for revision or for exams? It changes every single year. It changes every single year. It's always different. Wow. In first year, it was different. Second, this year, it changes all. So, (laughs) from what I was doing, if I could kind of go back to six, one, I could do it so we can. Um, there's there's this app called Anki which you might have heard oh, yeah. of. The flashcard. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's like a flashcard app. So like I think obviously there's a the buzzwords, you know, space repetition, um, yeah. and all that stuff. It does, it definitely does help, and it helps for chemistry to a certain extent. So like yeah. I find those things useful at uni. At school, I was still you know under no 
um, taking stage. I mean, it, it helps. Yeah. It, it took a lot of time. So I could yeah. have saved um, a bit of time by just um, going straight to flashcards. And then for things like maths, um, what helps for exams is just to obviously practice, but then yeah. using the lessons uh, as well to really um, iron out any things that you don't understand is really helpful because it's easy just to go to a lesson and then you kind of like understand it a little bit and then yeah. you go home. Yeah. Um, and if the pace is quite quick, then you might miss your, ch- your, your chance to, to ask questions. So oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. as much as you can, practice papers, of course, yeah. um, and like keeping organized. So I had a log of the past papers that I had done. Um, yeah. Some people who like, I, you know, I helped tutor at the end of A-levels. And I was like, okay, cool. So um, I assume you've done all the uh, Newspeak past papers by now. Let's go to Newspeak. And they're like, no, I haven't done Newspeak. I was like, hey. <laughs> You mean your exam is next week and you haven't done this? I was like, like, okay, maybe it's not as um, emphasized as it should, but like, emphasis now, do the NISWEC past papers, do them in time, do them to the point where like, I've seen this question before, I've seen this question before. That's like, that helps a lot. I don't know what what people were doing there all the time. It wasn't one person, it was a few people. I was like, what what are you guys doing? (laughs) You have to get the good grades. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. Um, don't don't leave it too late to be doing those um, oh, yeah. exam questions. They help. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hey guys, this is the end of episode two of our interview with Shizute, a current medical student at Cambridge. If you guys want to listen to the last part, it's coming out in two weeks on the fourteenth of August at five pm. In the meantime, go check out our Instagram at Menace to Med. That's with no capital letters for further updates. Thank you guys for tuning in. I was your host Cece, and this was Menace to Medicine. See you in the next one.